Hi, and welcome to That's Myrony podcast. My name's Alicia, along with my co-host Todd, and we're going to explore what exactly is Myrony. Well, Myrony, or my irony, are those crazy coincidences that happen in life that you just can't explain. It's also another word for sign or synchronicity. We've all experienced these throughout our lives, but what if you started paying closer attention to your Myronies? What if you started connecting the dots, or as we like to say, follow the spiritual breadcrumbs that could have an impact so big it changes your life forever, not to mention the lives of others. Now, that's Myrony. Welcome back to That's Myrony podcast. You got Alicia here and myself, Todd, and joining us today, Alicia's good friend, Amy, and her husband, Kurt Bolkin who I'm told as uh, she's taken his name. So that's <laughs> spectacular, right? Especially when we're dealing with uh, soulmates. What do we call it? September soulmates? Soulmate September series. Yeah, I knew I'd forget it. Yeah. But uh, let's dive right in because I am extremely interested in what they have to say. Yeah. So, so the backstory here. So this is, you guys are the second one of our uh, September. So now see, you got me screwed up. Tongue twister. So, soulmate September <laughs> series. Which, which by the way, that was her godparents. And she's, she said it since day one, before we even started this podcast, that nobody's going to be able to top the story. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. And the premise of the story is just real quick. The godfather dating the godmother for a month. He's in the Bermuda Triangle. She saves five lives. That's it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you guys got to top that so one. So that is a very difficult. That's a great story. That's, that's going to be tough to top right there. Is Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, well, you got it. No you pressure. Gotta check, you got to check out episode six because that was episode six. But yeah. now we are in episode seven. seven. But we are so happy for you guys to be a part of this. And, um, and why when to the listeners, why Todd says she took her name. They just got recently married, and that's what the whole story is going to be about. I'm yes. Excited. And the uh, Soulmate September is also about chance meetings. And if it wasn't for that, they wouldn't be together, most likely. That makes sense. And how the story sense. goes. Yeah. So it's going to be some Myronistic events coming yeah, up. Yeah, tons of Myronistic events. <laughs> so much Myrony, can't even explain it. <laughs> All right, let's. So basically, just a little backstory on Amy and I is uh, I, as everyone knows, I like to call it my spiritual spidey sense. And so Amy and I met in San Jose, where Amy actually lived in San Diego. But she was a property. One of my favorite cities, um, by the way. Oh, no, wait. What? I'm sorry. Not property. Project manager. Project manager. She's a project manager. And like, how often were you like, up? how long were you in San Jose before? Because I mean, you would be there for like the whole week and then just go back to San Diego on the weekends, right? That time, my project, I was up there for about nine months. Yeah, nine and months. Would... So she'd be working during oh, wow, the week. And then on the weekends. Fly home on weekends? Fly home. Some weekends, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, she's. If Kurt was free, <laughs> we didn't, we know, didn't, each we didn't know each other oh, when they oh, first no. met. That's just, shoot, I'm skipping ahead. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. We'll we'll yeah. get there. You're missing the whole part. No, just kidding. So it was crazy because um, this uh, the studio that and actually it was in Willow Glen where we are here. Isn't that funny? Oh wow, just down the street. Yeah, literally. Lift. Well, it's it was the it was Daily Method at oh, the time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So and there was something that said, go talk to her. 
<laughs> and so I'm a very shy person. And I actually remember Amy was saying that like, I felt you were shy too, but I will tell you, this girl is so beautiful. Like I just look at her and she, she has courage. She's gorgeous, she's right? Blushing courage. And Absolutely. he has to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so true. But no, it's just like, I was very intimidated by you. Isn't that funny? Like I just, I mean, I don't know. I'm just, but anyway, I was just like, I've learned never to go against Spidey sense. So go up and we start talking. And we had kind of an instant friendship, I would say. And, um, and we just got to, you know, like, it was like, however little time we spent and how like whenever we talked and it was just because how many years ago has that been now? Four or five? Yeah. Maybe oh, that's more? right. It was it was five years because you are the catalyst for something very big that uh, that was inspired. And so now I actually remember, I think it was November of 2014, somewhere around there. It was in the fall of 2014. And um, we have talked much about um, Brian Weiss. And I introduced mm. you to Dr. Mm -hmm. Brian Weiss. And you told me your favorite book was Brita mm -hmm. by Paolo Coelho. Who yeah, I just was, read yeah, you just reread it? Well, I oh, you just <laughs> read a, it. You just read I had it just read it at the time, though okay. I did rebuy it only to find out that it showed up in Spanish. So I'm not rereading <laughs> it. <anytime soon>. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would just a poor click. No coincidences. That book is <laughs> yeah. that book is so beautiful because it's about um, it's about soulmates. And I read The Alchemist, and I love The Alchemist. Oh, yeah. And, um, but The Alchemist, even though I, I was, I love The Alchemist, I wasn't inspired to read other books by Paolo Coelho at the time. But when I read Brita, I was like, wow, this is beautiful. I was like, what other books has he written? Hmm. And then that's how I ended up reading The Pilgrimage. And The Pilgrimage was this book. It was actually Paolo Coelho's first book that he ever wrote. And uh, you may or may not know, but The Alchemist was an absolute failure, his second book. Oh, and really? That ended up being that's my yeah. favorite book, too. I had no idea that it was a, it was a failure. Know that. Oh, it's your, okay. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So yeah. we'll have to, um, Paolo Coelho does an interview with Oprah, talk about super soul, um, <laughs> that is so interesting of how he describes how he wrote this book. And because he believed in this book so much that that is how that book came to the world. And then there's another gentleman by the name of Colm Holland. He has, um, he has written a book called The Secret to the Alchemist. And he actually worked with Paolo Coelho and helped bring it to the world. Hmm. And he says like, like he, was the, he was the catalyst to buy so many books when it was being released outside of South America that that's, he was like one of like the big pieces to making that. Oh yeah. Really blow up. And I just heard an interesting podcast. Actually, um, I'm going to give a shout out to the, the girls at sense of soul. They're amazing podcasts also, but I had, I just had heard about this with the secret of the alchemist. And, but anyway, it was so interesting because I had a very, very big uh, spiritual experience that happened uh, in May of 2015. And I was literally reading the pilgrimage 
as this was like happening. So I was always so grateful to Amy for introducing me to Frida that led me to the pilgrimage to then have like had had that understanding. Yeah. So, and then it was really funny because in my experience, there was a big number of 222 that was associated with it. So now I'm going to pass it on over to Amy and Kurt to share their story. And actually one last thing before you share, I'm going to say the last time we saw each other, we got together for our birthdays. Oh, and that's the other thing. We're, we're doing this as a little early birthday present to both of us. <laughs> we are, apart. yeah, we are one year and one day apart. So mine's the 14th and Amy's the 15th. And that was the last time we got together was on our birthdays. I should also say that the first time that we met, we had dinner together after we met in class. And what we realized were how many parallels that we had, not necessarily in the specific of life things, but we, she grew up in the Delaware area. I grew up in the Maryland area. Mm. Um, We had, you know, family histories that seemed to be, you know, some similar, you know, as far as places that we had gone and so forth. I mean, not absolute equals but um it was just pretty amazing we're like really you two? Well, we had a lot of we had a lot of myronies we had a lot of me too's <laughs> when, when did the uh when did the book uh thing kick off what was it the first conversation you had at the at, at the uh daily method or was it at dinner when did you start talking it was about a serious books? conversation at the daily method no it wasn't it was at dinner yeah. we it were just, it was you're probably okay. talking about books that we liked and things that made us be a little bit more thoughtful about life and maybe take look at life from a different angle or a different lens. Sure. Um, which is something I think we do a lot. And that was a book that I had at that moment, I think I had just recently read it and it just oh, stuck with me. And I've, yeah. I didn't pass that book along. Actually, I rebought it because every time I buy it, I end up giving it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And it's just, it's just an interesting story about somebody who's, you know, you think of soulmates traditionally as somebody romantically that it has to be, you know, the love. It's like one person. And I thought what was interesting about that is, you know, I do believe that Kurt is my love soulmate, but that you can, what um, is that you can have. <laughs> Go but Kurt. That have, Go Kurt. <laughs> but that I think that you can have, there are, you can have lots of soulmates, but yeah. for different yeah. different angles. Like there are some um, that are, you know, friendship. There are some that are probably from, you know, just past experiences that you can share and really relate to. And I think those are usually your closest friends that stick with you over time. And um, I think you end up seeing something in common with somebody, however that is, and that's what binds you together. And that can be a lot of different experiences. And I think that's what Brita, for me, was about, was that, you know, you think of it's like, you know, one soulmate, and you're like, well, why is it that I stuck with that friend for so long? Why is Mm -hmm. it that no matter what, we can pick right back up, and it's just like nothing ever happened, or... So. Well, and that's um, Brian, Dr. Brian Weiss, his book, his true story, Only Love is Real. That explanation of soulmates is one of the most powerful. I don't know. I did love ever, that book. Yeah. Did you ever get to that, Amy? Not yet, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I threw Brita in there. I gave you Brita. I mean, give me a <laughs> Well, no, it's funny. 
funny because the last time we were together um, for our birthdays, I gave you all five of those books. Yes, you did. I, yeah, that was her birthday And she gift. didn't read them? Is that what she, we're saying? She, is that what I'm hearing? And that was they, years ago. Are they, on, are they on the nightstand next to Kurt's side of the bed? Is that what I'm hearing? That's what those books are. That's what that's all about. <laughs> uh, they're not door stamps. You know what's really, but what's really what's really ironic is so we got together for our birthdays because she was still working up here and then it was I what did I call you I called you right and that's when you were breaking up and moving out from this is this is the pre, you know previous pre yeah well the like the precursor I guess because this is really funny I find this hilarious but I had I just knew to call you and you're like I you know. We're not going to say his name. Go, out, right? I was like, wait, what? Because how long were you two together then? Like, five years? Five, yeah, it was a long... But I always knew he wasn't your true soulmate. <laughs> I, I, Boy, she'll let a girl in on it. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing she knew. <laughs> she wasted five... She could have five more years with Kurt if you were told to. <laughs> yeah, right? No, yeah, he wasn't ready for me either. That's not how it works. I know. No, it's so, not. But it's so not. anyway, it's really funny because... Didn't you, didn't your job change as soon as that happened? It changed almost a month to the day. So um, make a long story short, I was traveling up from San Jose again earlier, but uh, again for about almost a year where I would get on the plane on Monday and I would come back on Friday. Um, even though you, wait a minute, even though you changed jobs? This was same job, same, oh, company, same job, but okay. I'm a pro I was a project manager at the time. And so, okay. you know, you just kind of roll with it. Sure. sure. And um, I had a project up there and I had been going up there for again, about at that point, almost a year. And um, I got off the plane called, Hey, we're still going to make plans to go to my sister's, whatever. And, and something told me in his voice, I was like, I'm going straight home, not meeting you at, you know, sister's house. And before I even, I still had my jack, everything, suitcase, everything still in hand. And he just said, just not in it anymore. When I went, all right, <laughs> I turned around and walked out the door. And two, <laughs> a week later, two weeks later, I called all hands on deck with my friends. And I said, I'm not going to bore you with the details. I need everybody here on Tuesday. If you can make it trash bags, whatever. I moved out. And then a month later from that um, breakup, um, the, my comp my project, which I was there for, I was there to find another person to take my job. I was a contractor. Oh, I'm not there okay. to be a full-time employee and we found the person. And so all of a sudden now I'm like, I have, I'm out of a relationship. I have no home. I've got no project, which is, I'm being melodramatic when I say, I have no job. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the case, but um, I was really floating out there, which was uh, the time when I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what am I doing with my life? Where, how did I get here? You know, well, did, all of these did, things is what did, I met did you Did you feel like you were in a bad space like going going down you know the negative spiral or did you feel like there was some relief there there was no relief but I will say that I realized that that was the relationship that I at the time 
um, which I now know is not true at the time that I'd given it my hundred percent. Like I left it all on the table and I really thought that I'm sure I had done some things where I tripped or I misstepped. I did something that didn't make him feel good. I'm sure. But at the time I thought I'm, I'm not going to let this, this is not my, I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm going to keep moving forward. Not going to let it just kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, but I brushed the devil off my shoulder. Like you're not, you're not going to take me down. I'm going to move forward. If he wasn't in it, then I didn't want to be in it either. And um, I think that attitude surprised a lot of people because I think a lot of people like to go self into their misery. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to suggest I haven't done that before. But this time I was like, if you don't want it, I don't want it either. I'm out. Sorry for you. And I, I do want to say you guys were good together. And when I said he wasn't the one, he was the one for you at that time. I think he did. Yeah, I think, he's a good, he's a, he's a night. He's a good, nice he's a guy. Really? So if he ever hears, he's a really good guy, you know, like yep. not that, we'll but it just wasn't, it just wasn't, I don't know. It was interesting because I, I saw, I saw the connection, but I didn't see it going well, it's, on a stretch of time. You it's, know, it's, normal, <laughs> it's normal, too. I mean, that's that's what dating is for. That is what going out with people is for. Yeah, but from, five from years time. is not dating. Well, that's a long time. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to say what I really want to say. No, I'm just kidding. But you ha you don't sometimes know what you really want until you really know what you don't want. Sometimes it takes longer to figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there really is no time schedule. So it, it, you're glad you figured it out before year six is the way I would look at it. Instead of saying I wasted five years, I'm glad I didn't waste one more. Yeah, I'm glad right. I didn't waste one more. Exactly. Day. Yeah, I completely agree with you, Todd. And no. that was that was really oddly from even for myself and self reflection. That was it's exactly what my attitude was. Was I mean I'm not going to suggest that I wasn't sad and I wasn't I didn't do some self reflection of like all right, what could you have done better? I mean, I'm a project manager. That's absolutely what you do. You always go back and you do lessons learned and you sit there and you look at it. And I yeah. thought this time, I'm like, you know what? If you're not in, you're out. And I'm not going to sit here and waste any of my, I'm not wasting any of my energy on you because you're yeah. clearly not wasting any of your more energy on me. Right, right. <laughs> so. Well, he already made his decision. Right. Yeah. And, and so. God, you don't want to change his mind, quite honestly. If you made that decision... Mm -hmm. I don't want to change anybody's, anybody's mind on that. It's, but do you think, no, right. I agree. but do you think it had to do with the distance? Um, yes. Yes. Like that I he think, was just, was he was just kind of yeah. like done with that. That's what I find so funny. But, That's what I find. What I find uh, so ironic yeah. is that you literally, your project ends as soon as you end with him. You're yeah. like, Okay. There are no coincidences. Yeah. As we say, God or the universe is like, okay, now we can get her back in the area. Right. Well, I will say that I think you're right in that. I don't know. I could think it, that would be a whole other weird, different topical podcast, but about the reasons why. But I, um, I do think that if it had happened in reverse, the breakup wouldn't have happened because there would have been this like, oh, she just lost her project. You know, I didn't lose my project. It was like, it just happened. It just ended suddenly. Um, we found this person in a snap and which is how it happens. Again, it was like planets collide yeah. and hated the project, by the way. So I was <laughs> so happy to be done. But um, 
Is that when you were staying at the Dump Hotel and all that oh, kind of stuff yeah. too? Yeah. It's Palo Alto. Yeah. You know, it's so expensive up there. Yeah, so were you still staying hotel? at the place yeah. that we, what there's, we, yeah, there's really? Nothing, there's nothing cheap in Palo Alto unless you're on the other side of the freeway. <laughs> but I guess the, um, I guess that, you know, the whole thing was that I think that things happen. We always talk about things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I think that the order by which things happened sounded like they sucked at the time. Like, woe is me, you know, like I said, if you have, <laughs> I don't have a home, my boyfriend broke up with me and now I don't have a project to go to, but I think it happened absolutely in the right order. Yeah. Um, because otherwise it would have put me down probably a path that, would have dead ended again. It just would have gone longer. And so like Todd said, it's like, I don't want to be with you for another minute. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm so glad it happened the way that it did. Otherwise there would have been several more minutes. Yeah. 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 Well, then it's really funny because now let's. Yeah, I want to get into the juicy yeah, stuff. Yeah, this, this is where it gets really I'm good. I'm tired of this talking is... about this guy I've never met. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about so Kurt. I'll, We're done, yes. So I'll set it up because yes. I was there first. Because this is that, so funny. <laughs> so I was at, um, I showed up and I'm just, you know, so I had been offered another position within my company where they said, all right, here is your, Amy, you're a great project manager. Here's your platter. Here's all the places that we would love for you to go. And all of them required me to make a major move um, within California, but San Jose, you know, I had, it was like five or six projects. And I'm thinking, I did not want to leave my beloved San Diego. My family's there deep in friends. My support network is there. And I thought, and they said, well, we would really like, if you want to think of something outside of project management. Back it up real quick. Did, weren't they? So her group of friends is called who's fun. That's their group name. And I don't know where, where who's it came fun from. we are. Yeah, who's fun we are. But it's like, it's like, <laughs> oh, at, at any one time, it's like 15 people. But when she was coming back from San Jose and just after the breakup, uh, they all were there with balloons and flowers right there Aww. at the airport for her to, to kind of. Good. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. yeah that's to cool. To, to soften the blow and all that kind of stuff and to show their, escalator. show her their love Aww. and support for Amy. So that's that was, great. You're just talking about your friends, your friend network there. I thought it was more important to kind of, kind of dive in on what that is in San Diego and the who's fun group. And yeah. just what a great group of. Uh, I met some that's of the awesome. who's fun group. I mean, oh, good. They're, they're amazing. Yeah. I want to, yeah. I want to be part of the who's fun group yeah, again. That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's a goosebump yeah. moment. I like I know, that. I like that's, those kind that's of so that's sweet. <laughs> so I was with, I was meeting some of that crowd. I was, um, so I was invited to go into business development with my company and, but it was going to be moving to LA. If you're in San Diego, LA is not San Diego. That's not San Diego. <laughs> and that was going to be a tough move. And so I was really contemplating it and they said, don't worry about it. Just give it, um, give it some time. Um, and let's revisit it in like two weeks. I'm like, all right. <clears throat> so I was meeting, I had some free time. So I went to go meet a girlfriend of mine at a restaurant bar called um, Devante's. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a beautiful uh, Italian restaurant bar that's right in Little Italy. And we go there and I'm sitting there and we have a happy hour with a girlfriend of mine. And then some other friends were gonna come up. She had to go, they were late. So I'm like, well, what am I? All right, it's like a 10 minute difference. So I might as well just sit here. I pretty much, I know the staff, it's no big deal. 
So this guy walks in and the, the bar in itself is probably about 20 feet long. Mm -hmm. It's not a huge bar. So, and San Diego is a friendly town. So if you're at a, a, a small, a small bar, people are, you're going to say, Oh, Hey, how are you? You know, whatever, especially cause I'm sitting there by myself. He's walking in and I'm thinking, I absolutely, cause you've walked in with, you know, good confidence and you're like, I'll have an old fashioned and you sat down. It was one of those days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has his own one of his days. We were both at a, I will say this. We were both at a crossroads in our lives on that day and not that day, but in that pretty close mm -hmm. time frame. Yeah. And um, so we're both sitting there and I'm thinking, this guy's gonna want to talk. I absolutely do not want to talk. <laughs> okay, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, Amy. <laughs> so you're not, this isn't like a, you were struck with the arrow as soon as you saw him, like the lights went on, oh, <laughs> It wasn't like that. You're like, I don't want to talk to me. I got friends coming in 10 minutes. I want to it chill. It gets even better, it no, gets I'm, even better. So yes, this is, this is, yeah. This well, is. I would say. And I didn't know any of this until later on. Like, oh, I can't wait to hear for, what you found out because when I heard this story, it's hilarious. All right, let's, <laughs> let's, get, let's get into Kurt's psyche a little bit here. Kurt, so you're, you're in there. Is this, uh, what time of day is this? So this is about four in the afternoon. Four thirty. Four thirty. Oh, she's, <laughs> she doesn't want to be like day drinking by herself at Devante's with a glass of wine. So, so we're a couple bar flies. Yeah, yeah right. right now we're starting to figure that out. Special, special circumstances. <laughs> but you're, yeah. but what day of the week is this? This was like a Wednesday. Wednesday. This is oh, a Wednesday. Wednesday. This is, oh, this is okay. February. This is February twenty second. Okay. Uh, a little cooler uh, weather. Two thousand eighteen, because we we went on the date on the twenty fourth. So it was it was a twenty February two twenty two eighteen. So here's here's where I where I was. I was getting ready to retire from the Navy. I was about a couple months out. I was getting ready for my retirement ceremony. Going to bring in all my family down to San Diego and stuff. And I had just got back from Vancouver because I had I had been up there. I traveled up there to fly with a company that flies seaplanes and they go bouncing from Vancouver Island up to all around British Columbia there out into the, the sticks and they fly the Grumman Goose, which is besides the F-14 Tomcat is my favorite airplane of all airplanes. So I was all excited that I was going to be flying with these guys. I went up, I flew, I flew with them, everything went really well and they were excited to, to have me. And then the Canadian government got involved and they said, well, no, with immigration and all that kind of stuff, you, you can't work here. And so in, in order for me to, to get the job, the company would have had to jump through a bunch of hoops that they weren't able to jump through. And so th that was a dream job of post-retirement from the Navy. So I was, I was pretty bummed. And so I called up uh, a couple of good friends of mine. They're, they are a couple. And uh, I said, hey, you guys want to meet up for a drink? And they said, sure. And I said, how about, and I think it was South Beach Bar and Grill, which is on the beach there in, in Ocean Beach. And they have great fish tacos and stuff like that. We would just grab a beer and have some fish tacos and look at the, you know, the ocean and all that kind of stuff. And I can cry my beer kind of thing. And I'm like, sure, that sounds great. And then uh, probably about an hour before, they said, hey, can you meet at Devante's downtown at Little Italy? I said, sure. Yeah, no problem. So it was, you know, it was kind of, it was definitely on a whim that I ended up there. So I, I roll in and I'm, I'm early or I'm, I'm before that they are. And I, I see the bar and there's uh, this beautiful blonde sitting on the far right side. There's this other girl sitting on the far left and the, the middle's wide open. So I just kind of, you know, stroll on up there and sit down and order the old fashioned. And that's where we get to 
where we are now. So, <laughs> and hold on a sec, Kurt, because okay, I want yeah, for, for, for the listeners, what I want to point out here, because sometimes things are a little subtle, right? Dots connecting are a little subtle. For, for them, we know Amy's going there to meet her friends. And, and I believe you had one there that, that then they took off and you had a 10 minute gap before the other ones are showing up. So there's a gap there. Okay, there's dot number one, right? Myrony number one. And then you got Kurt, who's supposed to go somewhere else at OB, and then he ends up here because they want to meet here first, and he obviously gets there first. There's dot connection number two. Divine design. Okay, now you can go. <laughs> <laughs> well, people kept, I could tell that Kurt was going to, again, we're the only, well, there was a girl at the far end, but she was on her own planet. But, um, you know, it would have been natural for people to say, like, hey, how's it going? I thought, and you, so I think what you were saying earlier, just to skirt around, everybody was like, oh, it wasn't like this aha moment. But I think going back also to another comment about subtlety is that you thought, I thought to myself, this guy is going, uh, he's going to, not that he's going to try in like a <laughs> arrogant way. I don't mean it like in that way. I mean it like, I'm not ready for that. Right. It's not I'm like not, Tom Cruise in the bathroom scene or anything like that. Tom <laughs> <laughs> Cruise was it, sailor? Says the F-18 fire pilot. But I think that, um, I think there was something I thought this could, this is going to lead to a good conversation that could lead to a date. I'm not. Yeah, you're not ready I'm not, because I'm you not ready literally. I'm not open to that at the moment. But and people came and they said, because I had the seat over here available for my friend. This is what I, I this here? is what I found out later on. I had no I idea. Here? And I said, it's funny. Yeah. I said, this seat is taken, but this you can sit here. So I you know, you're separating. So I kept putting people here because I didn't want I'm trying to create distance. I yep. don't I I don't want that. Um, I'm not not ready. I'm not interested. Um, but eventually, I guess, fate kind of intervened. So my friend who showed up, showed up with a lot of people. And at this point, I did have, you know, a glass and a half I'll be, uh, of wine. And so I ended up being a little bit more flippant about having to scoot down. And I remember asking you, do you mind if this you know, is this bar seat taken? Mm -hmm. Now here it is the reverse. Like here I am asking him if this bar seat is taken. I have to sit down. <laughs> Dot connection number three. <laughs> so he asks where I'm from, which I thought was interesting because in San Diego, it's like nobody is from San Diego. Very right. few people are. And I said, Maryland. And I've been away from Maryland for probably almost 20 years, but still feel very very tied and he said I went to school in Maryland and so we ended up talking a lot about that and um which school did you go to Kurt Naval Academy so oh, Annapolis, in Annapolis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm an yeah. east coast girl too so all right. I know I know I know Annapolis it's that is a one gorgeous campus that's all I it sure is yeah so it was fun talking because we had been same places, a lot of similarities and things like that. And he was sailing and I love to sail. And so um, he said, let's go sailing this weekend. I said, okay. And I said, I'm a great first mate, which I am. <laughs> Not a good captain, but I'm a good, <laughs> good first mate. Um, and so that was great. And I just, you know, 
um, I guess were we you, the next day. Were you stunned in your own mind that you just said yes? Yeah. And in <laughs> fact, I, oh, I feel Only like because you prefaced with, I'm, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Yet you said yes, which I well, love. Todd, I was stunned when she, she's like, okay, and this is, this is exactly, I remember the exact words. She said, well, my friends just arrived, so I'm going to leave now, but here's my number. And she had written it down in a napkin. Like, who does that anymore? And she, oh, she wrote, wrote it down in a napkin and handed it to me. I'm like, holy, and I was such a- Not a phone, like anybody does. <laughs> right, right. And I was, I, was, <laughs> I was so stunned and I was like, uh, well, yeah, here's my number, you know, just in case. So I wrote down my name and number, gave it to her in case, you know, something happened where I lost her number. Old souls right yeah, here. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then, so we go off and do our different things that night. And I broke every dating rule that there is that you're not supposed to call, you know, for three days Yay, and all that kind of stuff. Good job. And I called her the next day. And so this is Wednesday, this is Wednesday. I called her on Thursday and we set up a date for Friday. So within two dates, we were, or two days, we were going out uh, for our first date. Yeah. Amy, you're the Love one it. that gave the number. <laughs> you did not tell me that when you told me the story the first time. <laughs> you know what? The bar. You know what? I I appreciate Mike and um and Juan at the you know at Devontes and they they take care of their regular customers. <laughs> I had some good amounts of wine. Uh, they knew well, we're, we're, we're we're saying thank you to them too because yeah. they knew it was up. I was bold and I was like, all right, see you later. Um, now you mentioned Amy. You mentioned Amy that some of your friends showed up. Was this? Did they show up before Mike Ash or Kurt asked you to go sailing, or were you still there uh, running solo? Uh, no, they were all there. And they were. Fact, one of my friends goes, I turn my back on you for one minute and you get a date and you're like out the door. Now, see, that's interesting. How long are your friends there before uh, you go to your friends? How long, how much more time do you give Kurt? It's like 15 minutes, 15, yeah. 20 minutes. I mean, it all kind of, it's one of those nights where everything, you're like, holy cow, what just happened? But it kind of all <laughs> melds together. But I think we were, we were talking for about half hour, 45 minutes. Maybe yeah. it wasn't wasn't a super long conversation, but um, that's why I was so surprised at the end when she handed me, and I thought, oh, okay, she, off she goes, there she goes with her friends, and then she slipped me her number, so I was like, that's oh. Smooth. <laughs> well, see, I, I think that's really cool, because here yeah. you have two people that want nothing to do with other people, and and that's when stuff happens. When it happens. <laughs> and, and it's so magical. No, no. And, and, and so powerful, yet it seems like it's subtly powerful, right? You're not hit with an, oh, you know, the bright lights hitting as soon as Kurt walked in, you probably did, but don't remember, but I'm trying to go. <laughs> she won't admit to her right now. That's all right. But, I, but, but, and the reason I, I like to drill down on that is because that is that when that happens, you just, you, you need to be aware versus pivoting over to your friends and blowing this new person off. It's like, Oh, hold on guys. Give me a couple more minutes here. I got to really check and see if this is potentially for real which is probably what happened. Yeah, and let's be honest, if you have a couple of drinks, you're real, like all your, you know, your fears. Defenses and truth. Yeah, yeah. And it's and all your that truth happened. that comes Yeah, out, your right? truth, yeah. your mm -hmm. soul was like, I need to give him my number. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, Things were um, definitely aligned that day. Yeah, and I, I will tell you that even afterwards, like the next morning, I'm like, what? <laughs> are you crazy? Like, you, you know, it's like, you That's know, the logical the, side. It's the logical yeah. side, which yeah. meant I'm overly logical. And I thought this is insane. And here I am going on this date. And what? 
I haven't been on a date in forever. And what do I do? It sounds really dumb, but like I show up. And so um, Kurt had invited me to a great restaurant. I hope it's still open after COVID. It's called Alexander's. In North it's Park. in North Park. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, I walk in and I was like, I was 10 or 15 minutes early because I thought the Uber was going to usually takes half an hour to get from uh, where I was staying with my sister, my in-between places um, between Point Loma and um, North Park. And I thought, all right, the guy, like we hit every green light, no traffic, no nothing. And so I show up and I'm like, Hi, um, I'm here for a reservation, but I'm really early. And so she goes, well, do you want to sit at the bar? And I was like, no, because now I've met him at a bar and I don't want to look like <laughs> Don't want to look like you showed up early. <laughs> so I'll just go to my table. I don't know. I didn't know what to do. I was super smart nervous. Play. That's a smart play, I think. I, I was nervous too. So I went to my friends, the, the couple friend again, that, that I had met at Devante's a couple nights before. So I went over to their house. They live in North Park. So I had a, a couple beers there before heading on over, you know, calm, calm the nerves down and stuff. So, but I still roll up and it's, it's, uh, so I didn't know this either. I thought, well, you know, what's a good time for a date? She says she works and, you know, she's busy through most of the day. It's a Friday evening. So I thought, well, what if I give her, you know, time to get ready? So how about, you know, 7.30? I said 7.30. To her, that was ludicrous. She's like, who makes a date for 7.30 in the evening? Yeah, but by the way, I wasn't working really that much at the moment. So, but I still, I still get there 10 minutes early. I'm like, sweet. I'm 10 minutes early. Everything's going great. And I go talk to the, the maitre d' and he's like, oh yeah, you know, she's sitting at the table already. You know, your date's here. I'm like, oh crap. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, I screwed it up already. I'm already late. You know, cause, so I get there and, and she's, I mean, it's the most beautiful table. It's just in this corner, corner table by the windows. And uh, so I, I, I sit down and she's, she's just looking radiant. And so we sit down, we order a bottle of wine and I kid you not, I think it was about four hours that we were sitting there and it went by like that. Like no idea what I I have no idea what what I ate. I don't you know, (laughs) remember anything else that was going on. We were just in this bubble for four hours that went by in, in a flash. I remember getting up and walking, you know, towards the end, getting up and walking to the bathroom. There was nobody else in the restaurant. We were the last ones there. And, one of the one of the other waiters kind of went by and he's like, "Hey, how's it going?" I'm like, uh, <laughs> "Fine," but they all knew this was a first date, so they were. Oh, <laughs> so they I were, love it. They were checking in on. Give them their well, space. <laughs> Kelly was our waitress, and I remember thinking, "I was like, it's a first date. Do I look okay?" And she was like, "You look great." And I was like, "I haven't had a first date in a really long time. I don't." It's so ridiculous <laughs> saying it out loud, but in your um, in yourself. Um, um worry i don't know it's like yeah. you ask these like elementary school questions do i look okay <laughs> <laughs> well let's let's face it everybody does it yeah that's what i mean it's like in your most most insecure you yeah. like almost regress down into <laughs> yeah 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 well then Six-year-old. we then we walked down to this place this whiskey bar called seven grand they had a live band going the place was just I got a question. Wasn't there somebody that said something to you guys at that date? Cause weren't you wearing like a, like a, yes, so that's what I was getting to. So we, were oh, going, okay. we, we walked down to seven grand and um, there's a, there's a cover band playing Tom Petty and there's just, just places just 
going off the rails. Everyone's having a great time. So we order a couple old fashions and, and uh, we're kind of dancing and having a good time. And all of a sudden this random girl comes up to me and she's like, Hey, did you, and she's yelling over the music. She's like, Hey, did you guys just get married? Cause Amy was in white. She had this kind of white, I don't know. It was like a dress. jumper dress and stuff. And, and so, um, and I said, yes, we did. And she said, I knew it. I knew it. She went back to all her friends. I told you they just got married. It was just pretty funny. It was just, we had a great oh, I love that. You might've got free drinks. Yeah. Right? Oh. <laughs> you never know. You never know. But then, uh, then we called it a night from there and, and well, we won't talk about the Uber ride home. <laughs> she, we'll do it real quick. She, she volunteered to, to okay. take, uh, like she was getting the Uber ride home. She's like, Hey, do you want me to take you home too? And I said, sure. Not knowing that I live way up in Costa Mesa. Yeah. Cause so. he said he had just come from North Park. I'm like, that's on my way. I'll just drop you off. <laughs> you have to come goes, to Costa no, no, Mesa? No, it's really, it's, re and I didn't know. I, did not I tried to explain it to her, but yeah, it was We're just, driving. Anyways. <laughs> Where the heck are we going? Oh, Omar, San Clemente, you're going. What? Yeah, right. Close. It felt like it. <laughs> but uh, so we we. Had well, a, I want to I want to jump in. How how big a difference for people that don't know? Because I'm one of those people who don't know how. What's the difference between North Park and? Coast oh, so Mesa? so yeah, like, downtown, and then just to the east, about two miles is is North Park, and that's kind of like the hipsterish area of, of San Diego, kind of like the, the younger crowd lives there. And then up Costa Mesa, where I, where I lived at the time, I wanted to move up closer to the airport uh, up there because I had an airplane and a flying business. I was doing some flight instruction with it and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to be close to the airport. Uh, so that was the, the whole reason that, that I was living up there. But it's a suburban area. Yeah, suburban. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know you're you, you're in downtown San Diego. Like you were in the yeah, fun parts the of San Marina Diego. district. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, we had a few. Uh, we were together for, and it was quick. I mean, it was, we were talking, strangely, we were talking long term pretty fast within a month yeah within yeah. A really month. that's how it really, goes and how many really and, strange and how many dates in that month period are we talking we're going out now every three days yeah yeah probably. talking all yeah. the time yeah probably. you already yeah. know the connections there you're not even everybody else in the rearview mirror i knew i knew after the dog beach i took her to the dog beach with dog my beach. two chocolate labs and it was freezing out there and i'm i'm in waste deep water throwing the ball and stuff and and she's kind it's of San Diego on the beach. It's 60 degrees. It yeah, might as well be uh, Minnesota. <laughs> but so I keep going to her. I, I, you know, are you doing okay? Cause I'm, I'm kind of going out in the water and throwing the ball for the dogs. And I keep coming back to her stay on the beach. And then she's like, yeah, I'm fine. I knew that at the moment when she came up behind me and she was kind of using me as a windshield and she was just absolutely shivering. You know, I was like, okay, it's, it's time to go. The fact that she still wanted to see me after that, I, I, I felt, I felt like things were, she was sucking up the cold for you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, I should also say at the time, Kurt and I, were, it wasn't just like, you know, we oh, were in our God. own little world, but at the same time, we, reality was still sitting in. So my job was, you know, saying like, Hey, mm. remember LA, right? You're gonna do LA and Kurt's um, still his passion and his drive to be a seaplane pilot was still knocking at the door. And so while we were a little bit in our own cocoon, um, still paying attention to that. So I did make the decision to move to LA at the same time you were making the decision to go to Alaska 
and to fly. And so it seemed like that summer loving, you know, like you have like that <laughs> little world of where you're like, you know, you're going to go and then who knows where this is going to go. Like this was pretty great. Mm, no, but I think, I think we were launched into things pretty early because within three weeks of, of dating, that's something that we didn't bring up before, but within three weeks of dating was my retirement ceremony. And where my entire family and friends came down to San Diego. And of course, Amy was front and center, you know, and she, this is the first time she's meeting it. She, it's her first time associated with the Navy. We're doing the retirement ceremony on the deck of the USS Midway, which is right downtown there. Wow. It's a big aircraft carrier, yeah. World War II aircraft carrier there. And so Amy, you know, was thrust into this, you know, meeting the family, meeting all the friends right away. So it, it was on a kind of expedited timeline right away. It was just, it was just yeah, one it was of those kind things. Of forced. Yeah. Not, not, yeah. Not any pressure, forced, but it right. kind of naturally yeah. forced, but any, uh, well, the, the universe is like, speed it up guys. We don't have a lot of time here. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You enough, enough already. Enough already. <laughs> right. exactly. I think you're right about that because it, you know, from one angle, I thought, where am I? And this, not that I felt pressure, but I thought, I felt like an interloper. Like here I am, you know, Kurt's like mentioning me in his speech and I'm thinking, these people are like, <laughs> they all knew, they all knew. But it did, it felt like the universe was collapsing it because it knew yeah. what was in store and where, you know, it didn't feel like that at the time. It's what you can say in after, it's what you can say two years after looking back, but yeah. it did feel like it was like condensing it where you're right. It was like, well, your parents were there that weekend too. Yeah, so my our parents, parents happened. To, my parents happened to be in town that weekend. Oh wow! Wow! Well, 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 you missed that part. Oh my yeah, god, so, that's so cool. Uh, my sister. What, so when did you retire? It was March. March. Okay. So yeah. my my parents come to San Diego. Oh, Grant's um, and uh, mm -hmm, Carrie's, Carrie's birthday. birthday. Yeah. So um, my parents come to San Diego from Florida every you know chunks at a time throughout the year. And they happened to be in town and we were going to be downtown. And I was like, well, you know, here's this guy I'm dating. It's going kind of fast. You mentioned my dad's still scratching my head. And he's like, didn't you just break up with somebody? <laughs> Which, by the way, was how long before? A month. It was at it was, that point, it was a couple months. Right, right. Okay. But it was a month. It was like a month be at, before you met at the bar. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, I know the other guy's a chump, but like, <laughs> really this fast huh all right so that's what i like with it that's what i like about the fact when when she's well you said i should i'm looking at her when i say she said but <laughs> you're right here so i can see you talking to first person but when you said all right well um if you're over it i'm over it and it, it's yeah. like when the soul knows the soul knows yeah it, it's like okay i'm done it, it, and i and i and i know because i have had those breakups before where it's very finite when I'm done, I'm done. That's it. It's time to move on. It's just not right. So I completely get that. And I, and I can appreciate what was going through your head at that time and the confusion. Because, but it's cool. I like I, it. I love, I love it. the confusion at the bar. I don't want to meet anybody, but he's kind of cute. I don't want to meet anybody. But I, I just like can't believe she missed telling me that she gave her Kurt her number. Yeah. Wait, I don't know. She, she conveniently I, leaves that out totally of her story. That's why I have to. That yeah. yeah. That's why and, they, and they don't print on the napkins anymore. I'm aging myself here, but they used to print on the napkins, you know, 
the, your number and a line, and you can just write the nine, the uh, the phone number yes. on there for fun. Oh I yeah, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I have to be a little coy. You can't tell all the secrets. But, but, we're, I, but, but we're three weeks in, and you're both meeting each other's parents, and the parents are meeting each other too. So, which is my um, that that is yeah, that was crazy. Myronistic event right there. Yeah, so I know. Kurt was I. Well, it was not that you were a forever bachelor, but I think that, you know, especially being in the Navy, long-term relationships were not necessarily, it wasn't like me where I was, well, I say that I was basically in the Navy too. Like I was never home either, but um, I think your mom was ready for, she was like, finally. Somebody. Uh, and she, my parents were still like, what happened to the last guy? She instantly, <laughs> instantly fell in love with Amy as soon as, as soon as she met her. And, you know, how could they not? Like, I, exactly, exactly. But it was like the, the first best. time my sister fell in love with her. It's the first time I've ever, I've ever seen Aww. that reaction. And, you know, just re reinforce what I already knew, but just that people were so enamored with Amy, you know, like I was, uh, it was just, it was just very, I don't know, just kind of put the underline in sure. it. And, was really important. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, Amy went right up to my mom right away and gave her a big hug and, and sat down and started talking to her. I mean, my mom hadn't even gotten out of the car yet, you know, and Amy was over there. She was sitting in the door jam, just talking with her back and forth and all that kind of stuff. She made for not only my mom, but a couple other friends that were traveling in the group, she made them these little baskets, these little snack baskets. And she's like, I, I know oh, you're wow. getting in late and all that kind of stuff. And just, just really sweet things like that. Just, wow. Just kind of just on her own too. Yeah. Or is she sucking up the mom? One of the two. Well, you know, it, it works. It, <laughs> it works. She still, still talks about it to this day. So I love Aww, it. That's great. I think, you know, while we're talking about like, you know, all this, it, we were still having some really big life decisions. Yeah. And so we still are. We still, <laughs> shoot, we still are. So, you know, we moved to LA, Kurt moved to Alaska, um, um, you know, reality sets in and it's, what are we going to do from here? But mine was going to be temporary only. It was only going to be for the seasonal. summer. Yeah, it's a seasonal job to fly up in Alaska because you don't want to fly there when it's 40 below. And <laughs> Is it all the fishermen? Is that what you're doing? Fishermen yeah. and the locals, the natives, flying them back and forth, flying oh. cargo and oh, fish okay. boxes. And okay. it, was out, it was from Juneau, so southeast Alaska, that, that part. Uh, I saw that movie. Out of there. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a great experience, but it was, I, I, I it's that, that where I'm used to, like Amy was saying, kind of the, the perpetual bachelor, I'm, I'm used to making my own decisions and launching out and doing my own thing. It was the first time that I've been torn back, you know, like pulled back, like, what are you, what are you doing? You know? And it's like, well, this is my chance to be free. I'm done with, you know, 21 years in the Navy, I'm done. I'm able to go out there and do other things. Yet my heart is telling, is like kind of, slapping me across the face like why why are you doing this and and uh it was yeah so it was it was great to to come home and within uh, a, within a month uh i proposed to amy so it was wow it was a pretty pretty special occasion and um well, it was a couple of months i mean it was it was a month that i made that decision and started the started the process of thinking about how I was going to do it and all that kind of stuff. And what, what it was really interesting, you talk about Myrony and, and the points lining up, and it was not planned in any, it wasn't even on my radar. 
until I actually looked at the date. But so my sister, you know, I wanted my family to be there. I wanted Amy's friends and family to be there as well. So I was trying to line up the dates of when this was going to happen. And the only dates that worked for everybody was like the middle to the end of February. And I was like, well, I don't want it to be the middle because that's Valentine's Day. And that's kind of, I, I, I didn't want to do that. So I <laughs> you didn't want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing it, but I'm just saying that's just not what I want to do. And so, so I was like, okay, how about the week following? And I'm asking everybody, everything. Yeah, everyone's good. And then I looked at the date. I'm like, and I looked at, I actually had to pull out receipts from the night. And I don't know why. So well, I know why I still had a receipt from that first night. I'm like, holy cow, it's a year to the day that we met. And so the plan was, and I didn't know how I was going to pull this off. I didn't know how, it was a bazillion things that could go wrong. Like, and they almost did, but for some reason, everything panned out. So uh, there's a seaplane company in, in Northern California out of Mill Valley. They fly out of Sausalito. And um, so I had it all planned out. Name drop them. Well, it's, it's uh, Seaplane Adventures in Mill Valley. So uh, run by Aaron Singer, who's an awesome guy, and Jerome and, and the rest of the crew there. There's fantastic people. And uh, I've done a lot of flying with them and just, you know, flying around San Francisco. It's just a, a beautiful experience there, especially in a seaplane. So that's how I wanted to propose to Amy. And so the whole, the whole concept was <clears throat> to, to launch off on this flight with her and to go and to land at, at a special place for us. When, when I got back from Alaska, we drove down the coast of Washington and, and Oregon and California. And one of the places that Amy keep, kept talking about was uh, Tomales Bay. And there's a, there's a place there called Nick's Cove. And we actually spent uh, New Year's out there, which anyways, we'll get into that. So uh, <laughs> spent New Year's in Nick's Cove. And then, um, then a couple weeks later, we went back out there. So, so we took off in this in the seaplane. Well, the, the plan was to take off in the seaplane land and have family and friends there at the dock to you know Aww. congratulate us and all that kind of stuff. And everyone says, "Well, what if she said no?" <laughs> and then it's like, well, that's when I realized why the plane was flying so low against the water. That way, I could just tuck and roll out. <laughs> <laughs> We were oh. flying pretty low. It was amazing. I had no idea. We flew over. I thought it was just a, you know, quick loop-de-loop -loop because they do a tour around the Golden Gate Bridge. And then we kept going. And I thought, oh, that's really nice because Kurt knows the guys and they fly together. And so we just rolled in and we saw everyone waving to us from Nick's Cove, which is the, it's got a little, it's an, um, an old family fishery. It's a restaurant now. And they've got a pier. It's now a park, but they still kind of, you can kind of commandeer it. And um, it's a little boat shack. Mm -hmm. And so everyone's out there waving. I'm like, oh, there's all those people waving. <laughs> <laughs> Such a darn waving back. And I had no idea. And we fly around and we land. And I start to see who's fun. <laughs> is there really amazing i just yes not i mean not everyone can make but it's yes yeah a right, right. good strong handful of them are there and i'm just what you, you start to recognize it because it's out of context right right <laughs> unbelievable Aww. so we get there and it's all set up they've got champagne oysters and it's you know so um, it's just really beautiful. We had a fun weekend and everybody got to see 
just how incredible Tomas Bay is and um, Nick's Cove and Petaluma and all these different places that we've just been kind of tooling around with, with Kurt being from Sonoma. Oh, um, oh that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. It was fun. But that's so funny that you didn't plan it on 222. That wasn't in your... It just Not ended up being. It just ended up being that day. And I, I actually was doing the mental math and I'm like, that's there's, very there's myronistic. Just, that is. Yeah. There's just, there's just no way. There's just, and then um, to have everything work out the way that it did, because the, the weather out there is notor- notoriously bad that time of year. And it had been that, that winter, it'd been storm, 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 mm-hmm. storm, storm. And it was three days where it was beautiful. And oh. we were right in the oh, middle wow. of three days where it was like in the upper 60s. So I, I bought Amy a ticket to come up. And so she had no idea what was going on. She was like, okay, I'm coming up. And uh, we spent the night on the square in, in Sonoma and then down to the seaplane base, which again, she had no idea. And then as we were doing the, the Bay tour going over San Francisco, we, we come up over the bridge and the, the, pilots, <laughs> the pilot says, and now a moment of silence. Cause that's giving the history of um, Alcatraz. Well, and... no, he was giving the history of San Francisco Bay in World War II and oh, what wow. its role was. Right. And Angel Island and everything else like this. And he's like, and that's just where I like to do a little bit of a moment of silence. And I'm just kind of thinking about it. And I thought, oh, that's really thoughtful. And I'm like, all right. And as I'm like feeling not sad, but just, you know, pensive. pensive <laughs> I hear Kurt go, Amy. Amy girl and then he proposes and I'm sitting here thinking here I am looking out the window (laughs) (laughs) it's right as we're going over the Golden Gate Bridge so very cool I know it was was awesome so we had a great weekend um I know I'm gonna leave out the color this is where you know my sailor likes to tell good stories it's you know I would like speed up a year but you know we had some things that we had you know Kurt after we got engaged um you know, Kurt had the itch again to fly up in Alaska and I was still on my, you know, my track here. And I said, go. Um, so Kurt flew again up in Alaska for um, summer and we just kind of did that apart. And then we came back together um, at the end and we he came back here to LA, which was a big deal because I think we're finding the incredibleness of LA, but for people who are not used to it, if when you first come into it, it can feel a little soulless, like has no soul. And people are like, Oh, it's awesome. But I think for us, you know, we're um, tend to be a little bit more um, not country, but, well, neither of us would have ever imagined two, you know, three, four years ago that we would be living downtown LA. I especially, <laughs> like I, if this whole place just fell off into the ocean, I'd be fine with it. That's cool. And then and here I am living downtown LA, you know, I just, <laughs> and in, the, enjoying in it. the middle of it. And I love it, you know? LA. I want yeah. to, I eventually yeah. want to move down there. Uh, yeah. I want to like I mean, come back up here to do the podcast and then go back down. But. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It's a good time and, it, yeah. and it's good to experience it. And it's, yeah. um, it's the diversity that's here and just the, the creativity is something that's, um, you know, for the West Coast, it's just amazing to be here. But uh, I think that, you know, so he's here. And I know this is not where he's going to do seaplanes. 
Right. But you also know you're not going to let him leave for three months at a time anymore. Yeah. Well, he started to. So he started to go. He goes, at the end of the season, he goes, I got a gig. He goes, I have an interview. It's in Florida. They do seaplanes. I'm going to go. He didn't say it like that, but he's like, can I go? Like We had a conversation and I was like. Oh, this is after the first summer in Alaska. Oh, was okay. it? Yeah, yeah, it was, oh. a, it was a little while ago. So he, tur- he goes and he's driving out across country and he turns around. Well, I'm, I'm driving in my Jeep with no air conditioning and I'm going through Yuma, Arizona, which it had to have been a, about 110 <laughs> degrees. So, and I've got the windows rolled down. I would have kept on going, but I've got my two chocolate labs in the back. Oh, geez, I was going to say, you're panting like a dog. You the literally the sun's beating down on them because it's the afternoon sun, and they're just panting, like you said, just panting like crazy. And I, I'm surprised they both didn't have a heat stroke. But I'm like, what? <laughs> wait a minute, what am I doing? And so I, I, I turned around and, and came back. And um, actually, huh. one of... One of Amy's good friends and who's fun. He's a he's an excellent musician and, and songwriter, and he actually wrote a song about it. And oh, oh my god! Oh my so god! We gotta hear yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, and so he played it. Uh, they they played it at our engagement and the, at our wedding as well. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah I, I I love that story. And 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 before I get to that Jeep story, I'm going to go back when you said that you couldn't have planned the 222 thing. And, and I completely agree with him because no guy is that smart, right? <laughs> All he knows is one date he doesn't want, which is Valentine's Day. After that, yeah. it's, it's anybody's dumb luck. And it happens to fall that date, yeah. right? There's another myronistic moment. Yeah. Yeah. But you can't tell me that this situation, driving the Jeep with no air conditioning, <laughs> getting crazy. out of – you got to go through the California <laughs> desert, by the way. You don't even need to be in Yuma, but you got to get to the Cal- through the California desert and then the next desert, and then the next desert. Yeah, and West Texas. West Texas to look forward to. I can hear it now, right? The big guy, the universe, the big girl, whatever you want to call it, is going, this dumbass thinks he's actually leaving. Right? How far is he going to get? Let's just watch this. Let's watch this play out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd be thinking if yeah. I planned all that. It's like, wait a minute, I put you guys together. I got you guys here at this bar. I had a 10-minute window to make it happen. And then he keeps going to Alaska. He keeps, no, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah. We're going yeah. totally to turn agree. the heat on here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> literally, literally. Oh, my God. Well, I feel bad that for the listeners that I kind of went out of, I went out of sequence. I really, I don't know why for the moment for this, uh, the storytelling that I was thinking that when you were driving out to Florida, it was right after you got back. But so I'm sorry that we went out of sequence with that, but um, we were going around in circles about when we were going to get married and it was going to be sometime later, sometime later. Sometime we're talking later. about Annapolis. We're talking, you know, oh, this yeah, big, we had big up production for and, and all that, we had a big wedding and all that kind of stuff. And, and Kurt, we decided because we love Nick's Cove so much that we would go there every year. Oh. And, um, on our anniversary. On our anniversary. Yeah. And so you, we booked it for, again, the 22nd, because it happened to be a Saturday for 2020. And we decided, especially with COVID, luckily for us, a, like a month or two, a couple Without months even, before, we didn't even know about COVID at the time. We were just like, hey, let's- Let's just we, do it. Yeah. It's going to be family only. It's too stressful because if it's going to be him with the Navy and everything else like that, it's going to be like- we're talking about 300 people. It was just getting, it was getting too much and it's not our style. Um, and so we called our family and we said, this is what we're going to do. We found 
um, if you guys can, please come. We're going to do it out at Nick's Cove. We're going to do it at the end of the pier. Uh, we got the house, the Strauss Family Farm, which is a beautiful um, old farmhouse that's right across the way. And it was just immediate family only. And we did it February 22nd. Yep. And within... <laughs> a year to the day that we got engaged. A year what? to the day that we got yeah. engaged. Yeah. This one was planned, but it was planned last minute. I mean, we, we decided a couple months ahead of it. We're like, yeah, let's just, since we already have the place booked, let's just get married. But the funny thing is, is that the boathouse where we, where we did our engagement on it's, it's public use. So you can't reserve it. Hmm. So we actually, we did hire a wedding planner and after, after everything was said and done, we asked her, so, you know, what's, what's the hardest wedding you've done? And she's, she was telling us that she's done, you know, weddings for princes and kings and all that, like 22,000 people. And, and we asked her, well, what's the hardest wedding you've done? She's like, this one, <laughs> our, our wedding. And we're like, wait, wait, it's like 12 people. Are you kidding me? She's like, well, look at it. All the variables that you put in. I mean, anybody could have taken this place and, you know, you, you wouldn't have had this boathouse to have your wedding. That's where everything was going to happen. And wow. we almost, it oh. almost happened that way. So that morning I got up, we stayed there at the Al's cabin at Nick's Cove. I got up early, went racing out there. I jumped the fence because it was still locked, but I jumped the fence to get our stuff, you know, established out there. Cause I knew it was a, a you know, public use place. Wow. I was coming back. And as I was going back out there, there was people, I saw people going down the pier and they were rolling a cooler down there. I'm like, <gasps> no, 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 yeah. And I go running down, I'm like, no, 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 no. And so it was this big conversation going, well, we, you know, it's his birthday and they do this every year and all this kind of stuff. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, I, I just saw my life flashing before my eyes. And my, I had one job, I had one job to make sure that this didn't happen. And, um, but it worked it out with Steve and they, they took a small corner by the side and, and they were super, super friendly. Once they saw like the, the wedding planner arrive and them starting to set up, it was, he realized it was going to be a, you know, a big deal. It wasn't just yeah. like a, you know, quick little civil ceremony. It was, right. it was a big deal. So they are like, Hey, we're, we're good. We'll go to the picnic table down the way here. And it actually, after the wedding, he came with, uh, two dozen, two dozen oysters. oysters and shucked them for us. Wow. Oh, wow. So, so this know, means that next year when we go and we see him for his birthday, because it'll happen, right? We're going to be giving them two dozen oysters. Yeah, yeah. right, right. <laughs> and <laughs> and add, some, add some champagne, because champagne and Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It worked out well. <laughs> That's amazing. That oh, it's been two years of a good whirlwind. And well, there's a lot of twos in this. Two twenty-two. There's, yeah. lot, there's everything, is, everything is twos, right? They met at the yeah. bar. There were two of them. Look at that, <laughs> another two. <laughs> well, that is that is definitely some irony there. And wow, that we're gonna have to start taking votes because I thought your grandparents were gonna be a really, really tough story. And and well, that, okay. This, so the irony there, this when you good. guys, if you guys hear that, they, he was a Navy pilot. They oh, also okay. found the yeah. people because they were flying really, really low, and that's how they found the life raft. But they saved Cold five War, years. Cold War era. So he they was, oh, yeah. he was. They were checking the East Coast for boats and submarines. Oh yeah. Wow. yeah! I mean, your story is amazing, but it did save five people's lives. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I think yeah, that was there. Yeah, yeah, you know, so they but, still kind of maybe compete with that. Yeah, it's very hard. It actually was a really cool story. But I love the two twenty two because I'm telling you, you were the catalyst for me to read this book, and it was connected, and that will be coming out in the podcast more. But 
I am just so happy and just so happy for you guys. And yes, you guys are the soulmates. I'm happy for you too. <laughs> I, I just met them and I'm really happy for them. I, I got goosebumps three or four times during this story. I know, it's such an incredible story. <laughs> That's so, my soul talking to your soul when I get so, goosebumps. Oh, thank you so much, you guys. And just we're honored to have heard that story. And I and I think others will too. Yeah. I think other, others will too. I think it puts in perspective just certain things when people pay more attention. That's the whole purpose of the That's My Irony podcast is, is, to, is to get people more aware of these synchronicities, of these mm-hmm. SIMs. And them, all, right? yeah, synchronicities in motion. We came yeah. up with an acronym, SIM. Synchronicities in motion. It's not just synchronicity. It's what yeah. do you do about it? But see, then mm-hmm. it's also, thankfully... Amy, you, you well, sometimes know, they need had a help. couple drinks in you that you right. gave your number because <laughs> right. you were being kind of a little cold. <laughs> it's like, they, like, I don't want to sit by you. I don't want to sit by you. <laughs> but we all need help, right? The air conditioner doesn't oh. work. That's help on Amy's part, right? Yeah. She needs a little liquid courage. That's help on Kurt's part. Absolutely. So it's a little yin and yang there. But it's the divine design that brought you two together. <laughs> and we are just honored that you were able to tell your story on yeah. That's my irony. <laughs> yeah, we're honored to be here. Thank you very much for having us and letting us tell you our story. Because, I mean, we love, obviously, we love telling it. And we can we can talk all night about it because there's a million different variables and, and details and all that kind of stuff and everything. But I don't know. It's, it's such a fun story to talk about and to to rehash. Every time we talk about it, we're just we just kind of like, really? We, we've lived that? And it's been, you know, just short of two and a half years. It's just incredible. Yeah. No, that's great. That is fantastic. The adventure is still there. (laughs) We don't, you know, especially with COVID, it's like, and Kurt being a pilot, um, you know, you just don't know where, what's going to happen next. I mean, he was in the queue already up, uh, up in Salt Lake city for training for the airlines and COVID hit. And so you're just like, Oh yeah, that's right. You even were taken out of that job so that you wouldn't Mm -hmm. leave. (laughs) So. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So These dots don't end. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, and I think a lot of people right now are just trying to figure out, you know, figure out their flow and lack thereof of what's going on right now. And um, there's no good words of wisdom. It's more of like, all right, we just kind of trust and just kind of roll with it and hope that, you know, <laughs> through patience and kindness and maybe we don't have, um, maybe we don't have control. No. Um, no. I mean, I think you can set some things up to your benefit in order to make things a little bit um, easier on you and to be prepared for whatever lies, but. And there's no coincidences just, either. I mean, no. Just, no, there's no such thing. No, yeah, there's no such thing. that's no. what Myrony is. Only, only no, Myronies. Yeah, the only Myronies, yeah. yes. Yep. <laughs> You might talk to us on 422 or 222 next year and we're in, I don't know. Well, you know, know, it's really funny that you said 422. 422 is actually the number that I equate Myrony to. So there you go. Oh, that's so funny. That's Myrony. (laughs) I didn't know why you said 422. I was like, 422 and 222. Who knows? I don't know. We're just kind of rolling with it. Day by day. As you should. Yeah, As you should. That's Myrony. Well, thank you guys very much. I think it's been wonderful. And for all of you listeners out there on the Myrony podcast, look forward to the next two episodes of September Soulmates. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for joining us on That's Myrony podcast. We hope you enjoyed the Myronic story shared today and possibly got you to connect to the Myronies in your own life. As you listen to our podcast, 
you'll start catching signs that are so subtle, but could possibly have the biggest impact on your life. Because that's Myrony. Alicia and I wouldn't have created this podcast if it weren't for us paying attention to our own personal Myronies and started connecting those spiritual breadcrumbs. So pay attention to that inner voice and watch Myronies appear in your life, just like the guest in our next episode. And please connect with us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and our website at that'smyrony.com, where you can share your unbelievable Myronies. We would love for you to share this episode with your friends and family, and also comment, like, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And remember, if something happens that makes you say, hmm, that's ironic. It's not ironic at all. It's Myronic. Now that's Myrony. See you all next time.